Episode 4 in a series of 5 on altruism. There have ended up four blokes, all blokes, no quotas in this podcast, unfortunately, but there have been four blokes in play in this episode, and um, I'm getting confused as to which is which, but there were the two I was just now speaking about. Those two I know personally. But I'm going to flip back to those other two blokes that I was speaking about earlier, who were hypothetical people, um, in my imagination, not real people. Uh, I'm running a couple of scenarios at once here, and if you can't keep up, don't worry about it. Um, just, you know, this episode's washing over me as I'm speaking it, so why should it need to do any more for you? As you're hearing it, as you're hearing it. Okay, let's get on to these other two people. The, hope, the hypothetical scenario I spoke about another time earlier. But I just imagine those two guys looking at each other. The bloke who... Um, who has a code of honour, and both these blokes are honourable. All right, one of the blokes has a code of honour where you do a favour for someone else and that person does a favour for you, you know. Or you do a favour for yourself and you get your reward in heaven. Or you do a favour for someone else and, um, and it fills you with, you know, warm, fuzzy feelings of... I'm proud of myself, you know, or, you know, those sorts of things, you know, some sort of reward, all right, you got one person, and honourable person, I love that person, especially if I need help, because that person's always there to help me, right, and in reality, they tend not to want something in return, you know, um, they're great people, it's almost something they say, you know, um, but don't expect, you know, hey, you know, yeah, I did you a favour, you do me a favour one day, you know, but they don't really care, you know what I mean, very few people are, you know, gangsters in like the Godfather, yeah, who just bastards, you know, um, who only did the favour in the first place because they wanted to get to collect more clients, you know, in the old Roman sense, you know. Um, I study Roman history and uh, the patron client, the client patron, the patron client system in Rome was like that. People would do you a favour, but they, but it was because they were collecting clients, and it, and there are some people, and I'm inclined to agree that, say that more than anything, the patron-client system brought down the Roman Republic. That's what killed the Roman Republic, the patron-client system. But it's a whole subject in itself, and a whole web podcast in itself and that's not this podcast right i'm just imagining that person that sort of person um looking at the other person who does favors but it doesn't it isn't even conscious their favors he's got philotomo he's got philotomo 
okay. I'm, I'm picturing one person, you know, hey, I do you a favour, you do me a favour. Looking at the other person say, who just does favours but isn't really conscious of it because it's just his inner sense of duty and, you know, or whatever, you know, it's, in, it's his inner instinct or something like that. And look, you can say, oh, yes, but God gave him that inner instinct. You know, whatever, you know. Um, right, so those two people are looking at each other. Now I'm thinking... That's person A and person B. Now, I'm a third person. I say to person A, you know, person B over there, he's got Flotimo. And person A will say, no, no. The way it works in this world is people, you know, he's, you know, we're all the same. Um, You do me a favour, I'll do you a favour. You know what I mean? I do you a favour, you do me a favour. That's why he's really doing it. And I say, no, 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 he's... um, I've known him for a long time. He's, he's, he really does seem to be a pretty strange cat, you know. He he does things for people, but he really isn't... I, I can't detect any sort of self-interest at all. And the first person says, you know, person A says, no, 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 you're just not looking close enough. If you looked close enough, you'd find out he's, you know. This is the way we tick, we humans, you know. Now, is person A saying that because it's true... Or is he saying it because, you know, that's his code of honour, and it is honour. That's his code. Um, and he uh, he projects that on others. Yeah. And yet someone else might be different, but we tend to say that, you know, if it's true for me, it's true for you. Gee, you could almost start a podcast on Christianity with that one. Right, now... um. And then in reverse, does it work? That person with Philotimo, you know, he's looking at this other person. Well, actually, he'd probably notice. He'd say, no, that guy's different from me, I think, you know. Um, the, um, because every time he does anyone a favour, I notice he says, you've got to give me one in return. And I think, oh, why are you asking that? That's kind of, kind of you're spoiling it a bit, you know, for yourself. Not for me, but you're spoiling it for yourself. Why, why do you even think that? You know, just do your favour and don't make a big deal of it, you know. That might be the Philotimo guy, so... Okay. Um, and do you know what? I do suspect, and I'm not one of them, but people with what I am calling Philotimo, and I might even have the word wrong because I've never quite understood it, people who do things purely selflessly, um, when they're congratulated by others with words to the effect of hey you just did that person a favor and you know and you make a big deal of it they go ah you're wrecking it you know they say i don't shut up i don't want to talk about that because you know it's kind of their ethos not to talk about it and then you know you might be into talking about it no no i want to tell you you did a great favor for you know you did a great favor for person a there and then Person B says, just shut up, I don't want to talk about it, you know, I just want to watch the footy, you know, and you, you're kind of, it's kind of spoiling it for me in a way, I don't need, I don't even want to talk about it, it's not even spoiling it, it's just, yeah, cheap, something, there's something cheap about what you're saying, you know, that might be that person, person B, yeah, and, um, yeah, and you can't even have a discussion with that person, I like that person. You can't even. You couldn't even make this. Ep- you couldn't even debate this sort of episode with that person because he's too busy just watching the footy, 
and incidentally, incidentally, incidentally and accidentally doing favours for people, but he's not into debating it. You know, he's not conscious of it. He's just a pretty zen. Okay? All right, I just felt like saying that. That's an extra little bit. For the price of nothing. No benefit for the price of nothing, especially for you. I'm not a philosopher. Well, that's pretty cool. Oh, gee, that, that was a taxi. <laughs> uh, I was at the lights. Um, I, I'm hands-free. I'm not using the phone. Uh, but, um, yes, I should have taken off when the light... You go when the light's green, don't you? Now, I'm not a philosopher, and that's pretty clear from all my, um, uh, my podcasts. Uh, but uh, I have just made an episode, which is coming up right now. I haven't listened back to it, but I'm going to listen back to it. Uh, and I think, without using the word, I think what it ended up about was the idea of altruism. Can you be altruistic? Can you be an altruist? And I, I, I am aware, I think I'm aware, that that is one of those endless debates um, that people have, you know. And, um, you know, I'm sure there are people who say you can't be an altruist because in giving, you are receiving. <laughs> you can't help it, you know. You can't do anything about it. But then I sort of think, well, um, there'd be people who are... People are different, you know. Um, sometimes when people help others, it's all about themselves, you know. But surely there are other people. I'm not saying where I sit on this spectrum. I could be anywhere on this spectrum. Um, I'm not even quite sure myself. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'm a good person. I really don't. And I, I, I think I make that clear in the episode that's coming up. I really am not a good person, you know. Um, if, if, if God has a little black book... Yeah, for all the things you did for your fellow man and your fellow creatures on this earth. Um, uh, well, in the column marked lambs, L-A-M-B-S, um, there'll be a whole lot of crosses because I've eaten so many lambs in my life, you know. I love lamb. And uh, when I go past a paddock and I see lambs frolicking in the paddock, I get hungry because that's uh, lambs are my favourite meat. Yeah. Uh, so I'm definitely not going to get many ticks in God's little black book. And, I, and when it even comes to humans, I really don't do much for anybody. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a kind of sink or swim guy. Um, I suppose if someone's in distress, yes, I'll jump in um, to a certain extent. Um, but uh, yeah. On most measures of what makes a good person, because I do hear about good people, and they are good people, you know, real public servants, you know, people who are devoting their lives to making the world a better place. They've got passion, and they put all their efforts into it. They're amazing, you know. I see them all the time. There's, um, yeah, a lot of them seem to be really in a very peaceful sort of 
uh, headspace as they are doing it. You know, they're just doing it because they're just that's just their calling in life. They're great people. I'm not one of those people. Right now, um, I, you know, if I've got a spare ten dollars, I won't send it to a, a dying kid somewhere in you know starvation ski. You know, some some. Um, some country, you know, where there's starving children. I won't send that $10. I'll give it to my wife to put on the mortgage. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Uh, so there you go. Um, not a good person. Right. So, but altruism. I think there is a spectrum, surely. Uh, there's a spectrum with most things. Or a normal distribution curve, at least. Or something like that. I reckon a normal distribution curve. Where most people are sort of in the middle and they give, and, but in the act of giving, they're receiving too. And that's what humans are all about. And I think that's good, you know. But there are people who surely, who help people, who are over on the left of the normal distribution curve, where it, it's all about themselves really, you know. And then, surely there are people at the other end of the spectrum who are, who have reached almost Buddhahood you know, you might say, of some sort, or who are atheists in some way, um, who are really just into philosophy and all that. I've described philosophy in, a, you know, who just, who just almost automatically just see, no, no, I just do, this is my thing, this is what I do. You know, they, they just help other people just through duty. They don't, um, just through an inner sense of duty, you know, um, they help other people without even being proud of themselves for doing it, you know, something like that. Now, this is at the other end, you know. Look, I'm probably somewhere in the middle, you know, I think. Um, I give and I receive. In fact, I think I receive more than I give in life. I've had a lucky, lucky life. If I described my life, you would say, that's a charmed life. I have actually had a charmed life. Yeah, And I think you make your own charm a little bit in this life, but... Even so, I've been lucky. A lucky, charmed life. You know? um, I walk down the street and people just want to do things for me. I don't know why. I'm just lucky and I'm charmed. All right. So I'm somewhere in the middle, probably erring on the side of taking more than giving, you know. Um, but not really trying to take, just happens. You know? The universe giveth. Thank you, universe. <laughs> All right. Now... Um, but um, so I've talked about the ones on the left of the normal distribution curve, the very few, yeah, because you know the way, you know, it's a bell curve, yeah. So, and I imagine there's people on the left. I've never done a study on this, <laughs> never read a study on this. I imagine there are people on the left who help others, and it just fills them with a sense of, gee, I'm proud of myself. I'm so, um, I'm so good. Um, uh, I'm going to heaven, you know, or. I'm definitely going to reincarnate it as a superior being next time. I'm really on the path to self-development. I'm, re I'm really pleased about myself. There was a Seinfeld episode about that when he helped that Pakistani guy. I don't know if you've ever seen Seinfeld before. But Seinfeld um, met a Pakistani guy who was running an Indian, Indian food restaurant, you know, an Indian restaurant. And he said, and Seinfeld talked him into switching it to... A, Pakistani cuisine, Pakistani cuisine, you know, and he came in like a saviour, a saviour, 
did Seinfeld. This is what the episode was about. So a lot of people are keyed in. A lot of people know what I'm talking about. You know, I'm making an episode about this. You could probably just watch that Seinfeld episode and you'll get everything I'm about to say. You'll, you'll, you'll get all the information that I'm about to... Um, the, all the stuff that I'm about to talk about is covered in that Seinfeld episode, except funny. <laughs> in a funnier way. You know? So Seinfeld helps this guy and the way the... Seinfeld works is you can hear he's you know he 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 does a voiceover so you're hearing him think and he's saying I am a good person I'm a good person my mother was right I am a good person hmm and he sat back and he really felt you know he had this real happy smile and he was thinking I'm a good person and it it the the Pakistani guy was kind of almost irrelevant um it was all about Seinfeld um, okay, and then um, as a result of switching um, to uh, Pakistani cuisine, because the Pakistani guy took Seinfeld's um, advice, um, the shop went broke and he got deported because he was an illegal immigrant or something like that, and he got deported, you know, because he came to the attention of the authorities and. Um, before then, he had been fairly anonymous, you know. So everything went bad as a result of Seinfeld's help. And Seinfeld um, was confused. And he said, oh, but I'm a good person, what? Because what happened is the Pakistani guy started telling Seinfeld off and waggling his finger and saying, you are a very bad person. You are a very bad person, you know, because Seinfeld didn't think... He was thinking of... How, Seinfeld was thinking about how good he could be, how he... What good advice he could give to this Pakistani guy. That's what Seinfeld... That's the only thing Seinfeld was thinking about. How can I help? And he... It it was all about Seinfeld. And he didn't put any thought into... He didn't hop in the Pakistani guy's shoes and try and think... Hang on, is this going to work from his perspective, you know? He just wanted to give good advice. He wanted to help. Yeah. um, For himself. Okay, so that's on the left, you know... And and, um, and Seinfeld is a good example of someone over on the left like that, um, and you know that's what the episode that's what that show's about. If you ever lo- read, if you ever watched the last episode of Seinfeld, it's really good. The four of them, the characters in the Seinfeld shows, are all morally bankrupt, you know, um, but they all see themselves as sort of good people, I suppose, you know. All right, that's over to the left. Now over to the right. I'm sure there exists people, and I'm not one of them, but I'm sure there exists people, and I admire these people, who are, um, who give, but really aren't thinking about themselves in the act of giving. They're kind of almost doing it automatically. You know, that's just those people are just plain nice. And in their mind, there's no inner dialogue saying... I'm really pleased with myself today. They're not even doing that, you know. And they're not hoping for something in heaven. And they're not hoping, you know, to have another life, you know, as, a, as not going backwards and becoming a, a rat, you know. But they're going to be a, um, a Brahmin, you know. Um, they're not going to be an untouchable. They're going to go up a level, you know, and be in the priestly class or something, you know, or a soldier class or a merchant or something. You know, that sort of thing. They're not on the path, you know. And they're not thinking, this is part of my personal development. They're not thinking of it in terms of their own personal development or themselves 
at all. Now, I'm not saying this is a good thing. You know, humans are you know, the, the people in the middle who are helping others, who are helping others but getting helped at the same time, you know, where it's a two-way thing, that, that's probably healthy, as healthy as anything. But I'm just describing altruism. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying what it probably is. And, um, you know, at a guess. And you can find a philosophy podcast and find a much better debate on what altruism is. Um, but, um, you know, I'm just scratching the surface. But these podcasts are not about teaching you anything or imparting information or, you know, wising you up. They're not about that. They're about me thinking aloud to nobody. I don't care if anyone's listening. And if, but if you happen to be listening and... You know, you say, no, I disagree with you completely. Then the act of disagreeing with me forms your ideas, you know. And the act of me getting it wrong triggers something good in your mind, perhaps. You know, because I can get everything wrong and that can still be a good result for you. Because in the act of opposing me in your mind, you're stepping through the right answers where I got them wrong. You know, so it doesn't matter if I get things wrong. I can tell you things that are completely wrong, but relax. You know, is my suggestion. Relax. Don't go. Oh, I wish I could. Why is he under a false name and he hasn't left his phone number and he hasn't got an email address and he hasn't got a Facebook page? Who is this guy, Charlie Threadbow? You know, he's anonymous. We can't reach him. I, I, I really want to tell him what I think. And I'm sort of thinking, relax. I'm not here to be uh, debated with. I don't want to debate. You know, if I get something wrong, I don't want to know the right answer. You know, I don't want you to ring me or Facebook me. You know, I'm not on Facebook anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, I don't want you to Twitter me. You know, I'm not on Twitter either. I'm not on any of those things, right? You know, you might have this instinct, um, I want to speak to you, Charlie. I wish, you know, tell me your phone number so I can ring you because I really want to debate that thing with you. I say, no, I don't want to debate that thing with you, you know, is what I'd say. I don't, I'm not interested. I'm just thinking aloud. And have your own thoughts. Have them by yourself. I don't want to learn anything, you know. I'm, I'm just here to think aloud. I'm emptying my head. That's my zen. Now, back to another kind of zen, altruism. Um, so I'm imagining someone way over on the left, someone like Seinfeld. And then the rest of us in the middle, most of us including me, you know, who, if we help an old lady across the street, ah, I sort of smile to myself and say, ah, to you, you know. I'm glad I went to Scouts, you know, that means I've been brought up well. Thank you, Mum, for bringing me up well. You know, I might think those sorts of things, you know. Oh, I'm glad I went to a good school because now I know, you know, it's instinct for me to help a little old lady across the street. Yeah, I'm glad that I had a good upbringing, you know. I'm glad I'm a good person. (laughs) You know, that's not altruism, I suppose, you know. I'm being a little bit... um, non-Buddha, aren't I, when I do all those sorts of things. I'm proud of myself for having been, you know, I'm proud of myself. Now, I don't say that's unhealthy. I think that's fine, you know, because I helped a little old lady across the street, but I didn't help any refugees. You know, they can go and they can stay in their countries and they can't come in. You know, I'm happy about that. See, I told you I wasn't nice. Right, now, um, and so, but over to the right... There are people who, now, I think I like, and I think I've met a few in my life. These people have got pure philotomo, you know, as I, as I like. I love that word. I love the idea. I love, some, uh, I love the idea of an atheist with philotomo. 
you know, an atheist who is purely selfless, the sort of atheist who will take a bullet for his country with no hope of a reward in heaven. Now that is just really profound for me and I often come back to it because I love it. I love it. You know, and even as he's dying, he's, um, he's not thinking, I don't know what he's thinking, you know. I love the idea of this atheist soldier just being, just being pleased that he did something for his country and, you know, and let's say that he is absolutely aware that no one's ever going to know that he died. All right, he's, he's the atheist soldier who goes on a suicide mission but doesn't tell anybody and, and saves the day but there's no but he knows as he's dying he knows when he's going off to that suicide mission he thought of it himself he, he let's say he has to run across no man's land no one knows he's doing that right and um, he's going to single-handedly attack an enemy sort of stronghold and he knows he's going to die but he makes that decision he's all by himself when he makes that decision and he runs across no man's land he knows nobody knows he went there um, and that he's going to be cut to pieces and no one's ever going to find out that he even did that they'll just say some unknown soldier did that you know he knows he's going to get no reward his memory there will be he won't be remembered for this on earth even if he is an atheist and he won't go to heaven because he doesn't believe in heaven and he won't be reincarnated this is the soldier that gets me thinking sometimes you know and imagine it going even further if he leaves a note um, to cover his tracks he's going to do something heroic and he's going to get cut to pieces and he leaves a note saying you know because you know for some reason you've read spy mod you've read novels about soldiers in battle and all that sort of stuff. For some reason he has, as part of the ruse, he, he has to, you know, he knows he's going to disappear and he leaves a note saying he's deserted from the army so that shame will be associated with his name for all time. He'll go in the army record books, yeah, um, as a stinking deserter. And yet, what he actually did was faked that letter and he went and did something heroic and saved the day, okay? And he's an atheist and he got cut to pieces and as he lay dying, he said, I am a nothing, but I've done my thing. And I'm pleased that, you know, England has been saved. Um, and I'm pleased about that and I'm just pleased about that. Not for any, you know, not to give myself a rush of self-satisfaction or anything like that, pure altruism, you know, where you sort of lie there dying, you sort of think, I've done my job, I'm just gonna to listen to some Rolling Stones now. Yeah, he, he took, an iPod, he took um, an iPod, okay, on his suicide mission, and he said, and he's not going to think about everything, he's just gonna say, no, I'm just gonna to listen to some nice music, and I know I'm dying, because uh, I've got bullet wounds all through me, I've got, I'm shot through with bullet holes, and I'm, I'll be dead in about three minutes. That's just enough time for Jiving Sister Fanny. I'm gonna to listen to Jiving Sister Fanny because I've done my job and, and um, I can be of no, no further use. My, useful, my usefulness is at the end, goodbye. 
and good night. Jarvin's sister Fanny, that's the name of a girl. Uh-uh. Oh, oh, you know, forget the words. And off he goes and he dies. Okay, so that guy is way over to the right. That's now he might be an altruist. Um, have I got that right? You know, is that the idea of altruism? Are they the two extremes? The person on the left who helps, but it's all about themselves. The person on the right who helps fellow man but it's not about him at all and then all the rest of us in the middle to varying degrees you know and I think I'm sitting in the middle somewhere you know maybe slightly to the left and but I'm looking at that guy over on the right and I think I'm liking him or her all right I don't know what Jesus would make of that atheist soldier. What would Jesus... My goodness. I think he's going to hell. Have you read the Bible?